This is a sorta Star Wars podcast. The podcast that is sorta about Star Wars and sorta about everything else, including parenting, food, tech, shows, movies, things, and stuff. This is episode 022. I am your host, Riot, and today we are talking about why Molly hated Infinity War so much and our thoughts on the new animated Star Wars series and the upcoming Star Wars live-action show, The Mandalorian. So, let's get into it. This is a sort of Star Wars podcast. This is where the fun begins. Wrap it up, fuzzball. I feel the force. Hey guys, welcome to a sort of Star Wars podcast. Today I have Molly co-hosting with me. How are you, Molly? I am doing well. How are you doing? Good, good. I gotta drink my coffee before it gets cold. Okay. Slurp it down real quick. (laughs) Ah, nice. It's in my Millennium Falcon mug. Nice. Yeah. I used to have a mug that, like, um... Oh, the one that you got for me. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's the one I got for you. Yeah. Used to Did I tell you colors. what happened to that? Yeah, didn't you say you put it in the dishwasher? Uh, I won't say who did, but it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> it um, magically ended up in the dishwasher. <laughs> yeah, so now like half of it is peeled off and half of it still uh, changes colors and does cool things when it gets hot. Nice. So, it's pretty cool. So, we have some exciting things happening um, lately in the Star Wars universe. So, I don't know how much you have been paying attention to it, um, but we're going to talk about it anyways. Great. First first thing I want to talk about is since the last time since we kind of talked about Star Wars, Solo came out. So, between like a serious Star Wars conversation that we had last and now, Solo came out on home video right oh i was so confused what you were saying i was like no that came out a long time ago (laughs) it came out on home video home video featured (laughs) film yeah i I ran down to blockbuster signed up for a blockbuster card and i rented the last copy wow (laughs) yeah oh man that place was so lit on a friday night (laughs) Kids will never you just know. go in there and spend like two hours browsing <laughs> and end up taking home like antitrust or some garbage movie that you've seen a hundred times already. So true. Yeah. But and try not, not to buy a $4 box of candy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> An impulse buy while you're renting your movie. I have candy at home, but this candy just, it tastes better. It you know? does. Fresh out of the box. Like going to the movie theater. So. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I don't know if Matt, Matt, our brother, will listen to this or not, but one time uh, we were going to the movies and I was Matt invited me to go to see Infinity War, I think is what it was. And I was like, I eh, probably shouldn't. Funds is low right now. And uh, he's like, oh, well, I'll pay for your ticket. I was like, oh, wow, that's like, you know, $13 or something for a ticket. <laughs> so I was like, that's, that's a pretty good deal. If someone's paying for me. I can't, you know, say no to that. Right. But then we get to the theater and he's like, you want to get some snacks? And I was like, well, maybe maybe I should offer to pay for the snacks since he's paying for the expensive movie. Mm-hmm. And, then, <laughs> and then we didn't want popcorn. Um, so we were debating what to get. And I wanted Skittles and he wanted M&M's. 
and we couldn't make a decision so i was like oh we'll just get both so between the skittles and the m&ms was like nine (laughs) dollars so the whole like reason i was going was because i didn't have to spend money and then i ended up spending like 10 bucks anyways on candy so well you saved three bucks yeah exactly (laughs) and i got to enjoy a great absolutely incredible movie right right (laughs) such a good movie i love infinity war I was gonna For those of you out there who don't know, I actually hate it. <laughs> but that's yeah. I wanted to talk to you about that. Is what what was the reason that you hated it so much? I was seeing all these very mean <laughs> tweets coming across. If I was like Scarlett Johansson or someone, I'd be like, man, why does she hate my movie so much? Well, Scarlett Johansson was like the only okay part, and and Mark uh, okay. Ruffalo were like the only two parts that really redeemed that entire movie. Yeah. So, I mean, was it one thing in particular or did you just dislike it more? I mean, just so the listeners know, we're going to talk about this movie a little bit. So if you haven't seen it, here's your spoiler alert. But Molly, I need to know why you hated it so much (laughs) because I thought it was a really good movie and you were just getting into the Marvel movies, right? Last time we talked about a Marvel movie was Ragnarok and you absolutely loved it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I like had jumped off the Marvel wagon for a while, and then Matt was like, "Get back on! You're missing all the good ones." So I was like, "Okay." Right. So then I watched Ragnarok and loved it. Watched Doctor Strange, hated it. And then I was like, "Well, I may as well watch Infinity War since it's on Netflix." And what? Uh, Wait a minute, what? Infinity War is on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah, which should have been my first sign that it's not a good movie because if it came on Netflix that fast, it can't be that good. I had no idea it was on Netflix. <laughs> it I, is. I will be watching that post taste. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag ad. Hashtag, Hashtag Netflix. Swipe up to watch Infinity War. <laughs> Scratch that. Hashtag swipe up to watch me watch Infinity War on Netflix. <laughs> uh, um. But anyways, so. You know, it's hard for me to pin down exactly why I didn't like it, but here is kind of my thoughts on the matter. Okay. I felt like there was zero character development, and I get it. They all have their own movie except for Black Widow because I guess she's a female, so why give her a movie? Right. But No, I understand um, that. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so I just felt like there was no reason for me to care about Thanos, like getting these infinity stones. Like, I was just like, why do I care about this guy? He's not like, I just felt like there was no development of him as a villain. So I didn't care. And then... It was just kind of like, I just felt like all the characters were flat. And I felt like they just decided that because they all have their own movies, there was no reason to develop them. The only one who I thought went through any character development was, uh, not Nebula. What is her name? Gamora? Yeah, Gamora. I felt like was the only one who had any sense of character development. Everybody else was super flat. It was a movie that I didn't care about. They Mm. all, the ending was like, not a great ending, but at the same time, I didn't care. I felt no emotion by by the end of the movie with what was happening. And I was like, okay. 
So that happened. Well, whatever. Like, yeah, I mean, and the fact that I felt that way at the end of the movie means that it wasn't a very good movie. Like, I should have been crying and upset. Right. I was more upset with the first five minutes of the movie. And then after that, I didn't care about it. Yeah, I can. I mean, I agree with you some on that. Um, I felt like there wasn't that much character development. Um, partially because, I mean, I know for me, I haven't seen all the movies. I've seen like enough that I feel like I know what's going on, but I haven't seen like all of them or all the parts of all of them to know exactly. I feel like Thanos was just mentioned kind of briefly and mm-hmm. I can't even remember what movie it was. I'm thinking Guardians of the Galaxy because that's when you find out that he's Gamora and Nebula's dad. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say that, yeah, I didn't really... I mean, so I'm not like heavily into the Marvel universe. Um, I didn't hate it because of that. But uh, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I didn't really feel like at the end when like 50% of the cast or 70% of the cast are like dying you know mm-hmm. or going away yeah. i didn't feel like a strong like i wasn't sad because of it the only part that i kind of felt a little bit upset about was when gamora died yeah i would say out of all the marvel movies one of my favorites was guardians of the galaxy really and yeah um i mean ragnarok is up there for sure but mm-hmm. i really liked the guardians of the galaxy movies um and i don't know Gamora was one of my favorite characters, so I yeah. was upset to see her go. Um, but the other ones, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just not enough into Marvel movies to care about it. Um, I thought it was a good. Um, I mean, it was it was a lot of action, so that yeah. was fun. Um, but like you said, like, why am I so scared of Thanos? Like, is he right? Is he? I don't. Maybe if you're more into Marvel, you'd know and. Sorry if there's Marvel listeners and I sound stupid, but <laughs> where where did Thanos come from? I don't I don't know why I'm supposed to be scared of him before right. this. Right. Know? And like well, okay, two things. I think the other like death that I was like the only one that really got me was Spider Man. Because I was like, this oh, poor little yeah. kid, you know? Yeah. But Yeah, that scene with him and Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little rough. That was. A I did rough. like that. Like that one was like okay. I f- I feel a little bit of something, but still not enough to like get me to really care. But the other thing, shoot, now I totally. Oh, I felt like if this movie had come out right after the first Avengers, maybe I would have cared more because Thanos was in that movie and he was the one who orchestrated the attack on New York. He was the one that Loki was following. Oh, I know why okay. it didn't come out right after that one, but yeah. I just I just didn't like it. I just felt like and I I mean, I know that Matt really disagrees with me on this and that's fine. I just felt like there was no like character like I just felt like everybody was flat. I felt like the whole movie was flat and it was just like, okay, I just this is stupid. I feel like I wasted my time. Yeah, there um did you do you ever watch um how it should have ended on YouTube? Um I've seen it for other things. I didn't okay. watch the one. I know you told me to watch it, but I oh, never yeah. did then. Yeah, the one for Infinity War is just excellent. So um, I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah. But that's enough that's enough about Avengers. So this yeah. isn't an Avengers podcast. 
Um, this is a sort of Star Wars podcast. <laughs> so that was our sort of portion of the yeah, podcast. Yeah, that was our sort of. Now we're to the Star Wars portion. <laughs> um, what, was, what were we talking about? How do we even get on that? I don't um, know. But okay. Solo came out on home video. <laughs> oh, we were talking about Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so have you seen it since it uh, came out on home cassette? <laughs> no. <laughs> now my VCR is broken. <laughs> oh, man. You gotta get that fixed. Someone put a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in my... <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, so... Um, I haven't watched it since. Okay. Well, I think we're going to do, I mean, I'd like to do a whole nother episode where we talk, where we revisit Solo because the last time we talked about it really was uh, right after we saw it in the theaters. So um, I saw it, I watched it again uh, once I got it and watched like the bonus features and stuff like that. And I was just reminded again of how much I liked that movie despite all its criticisms. So We'll talk about that another time. So Okay, sounds good. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> uh, one thing that I, I don't think that you'll have much to weigh in on here. <laughs> but Probably not. <laughs> something that a lot of Star Wars fans are excited about right now is the Resistance. So it is like the new animated series, you know, on mm-hmm. the Disney Channel. And it just came out this last week maybe two weeks ago once this uh, podcast actually comes out. But uh, you have not watched it, right? No, but I'm just realizing the reason I didn't watch any of the other ones was because I didn't have Disney Channel. But now I have Disney Channel and I can record Disney Channel. So I'm going on my phone right now to make sure that I add it to my DVR. Nice. I mean, yeah, it... So my thoughts... So there's three episodes out right now. The first one's like 40 minutes long. And then the next two are like normal 20 minute episodes. Um, okay. And I am kind of torn how I feel about it. Um, so the animation's like really flat. Some would say it's like anime type of animation. Oh, okay. Um, but I kind of like the whole premise of it. So basically, um, I know we talked, I talked about this in a previous episode or a previous podcast, but basically, um, it takes place six months before the force awakens so the force awakens was the one with poe and finn and ray and all that bb8 mm-hmm. and good stuff so which you know but maybe not all the listeners know but anyways um so it takes six it takes place six months before that which i think is pretty interesting um and it's about this guy who um goes on this um platform refueling platform in the middle of the ocean and he's supposed to be operating as a spy for the resistance to spy on uh the first order Um, is his name kazudo yeah yep i mean they call him kaz but yeah his his name is kazudo something (laughs) some other name that's hard to say so he looks Um, like ben 10 yeah, I don't know who that is, but... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so he is supposed to be a spy for the Resistance. Right, and he's acting as a mechanic there. Um, okay. So he he was part of the New Republic, which is the government that took place after the Empire died in Return of the Jedi. Um, so he was part of the New Republic, and then he got... Um, he left the New Republic because um, Poe Dameron found him. Uh, he was out in the middle of space 
on a mission for the New Republic, and he was in a tight spot, and Poe Dameron saved his life. And so then Poe said, well, you're a good pilot. You should come and you know, be part of the resistance and spy on the first order and stuff like that. So that's what he, that's what he does. So, um, he has no experience spying or anything like that. All he was, was a pilot for the new Republic. Um, so he goes to this platform and the most exciting thing about the platform or the refueling station that he stays at in the middle of the ocean is that it, they have these, um, I don't know what to call them. Starship races, I guess you would call them. So like there's all these pilots and they have races around the platform. That's what he's most excited about to be there for. Gotcha. Even though he's supposed to be there as a mechanic, he finds himself already entangled in racing these because he made a bet that he couldn't get out of. And so he ended up being a part of the race. And uh, anyway, so that's kind of what it's about. Um, Nice. Well, I added it to my DVR, so. Nice. I'm the, excited to watch the thing it. That's, yeah, the thing that's kind of interesting about it is um, even with the animation style and um, the content of it, I, can, I feel like I can finally sit down and watch a Star Wars show with my kids. Oh. Because the other ones, you know, Clone Wars and Rebels, um, Rebels was a little more tame than Clone Wars, I felt like. Um, but even Rebels had some scenes where... Like, the kids were scared to see, you know, different bad guys, you know, with sharp teeth and red eyes and stuff like that. They didn't, oh, they didn't yeah. like that. So, um, this one, there's, as far as I've seen, there's no lightsabers. There's no Siths. There's no even use of the Force, as far as I can see. So, it's pretty interesting. Um, it's a different kind of dynamic because it's like, well, it, how is this really Star Wars when there's no Jedi, there's no Sith, there's no Force use. You know what I mean? What? Right. What, yeah, it's kind of like what is Star Wars about this other than it has familiar characters uh, from the other movies. But we'll see where it goes. And I think Star Wars in general might go that way as well with right. you know, the Jedi not being as prevalent in the movies and stuff like that. Right. Um, so yeah, you'll have to check that out. And then once you watch some, I mean, there's only three episodes out, so I might have some more thoughts, you know, as it continues to go on, but so far I like it and the kids watch it and they enjoy it. Um, cause it's not like the clone wars had like a lot of, you know, people getting cut in half or droids mm-hmm. getting cut in half or things blowing up, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. And it's just nicer to have the kids just watch you know, races and, you know, the <laughs> character, the Kaz, the main character is kind of like, he always gets himself in trouble. So it's kind of, it's got some humor to it. So they appreciate that. Nice. Well, I look forward to watching it. Well, uh, after you check it out, maybe we'll talk about that some more. So yeah. Oh yeah. Good. I was going to say, I think it's interesting that it's six months before th- uh, The Force Awakens because Will we see some overlap then? Like, will the animated series start to get into the time when The Force Awakens would be? And then we'll see kind of an overlap of the First Order and stuff like that. So we got to see the beginnings of the First Order in this, um, in the Resistance and uh, the show. So that was pretty cool to see Starship or uh, Starkiller Base and Phasma makes an appearance and stuff like that and kind of see how the First Order at least a little bit 
uh, got their traction. Because you start the so Force, then, you start the Force Awakens, and there's like the First Order is like the big threat, and right. you kind of get the idea that they're like already ruling the galaxy, right? And uh, you kind of wonder how they get there. So hopefully, I'm hoping this show kind of shows some of uh, how they got there. And maybe it'll show a little bit about like Snoke's yeah. rise to yeah. power. Where did he come from? That's what right. I think a lot of people would like to know that. So right. Um, cool, and, cool. I'll check it out. Nice. Do that. Yeah, I will. Cool. Um, so kind of speaking of no force, like the force, when you think of Star Wars, I think of the force. Right. But it seems like the force is being less prevalent in all the Star Wars things we're seeing, like the mm-hmm. resistance. And mm-hmm. also this upcoming live action TV show uh, that everyone's getting excited about. Uh, have you seen anything about the show The Mandalorian? Um, I looked it up and it looks pretty cool. Yeah, so um, this was like a show that we had kind of heard about a while back by um, the by John Favreau. And so, if you don't know who John Favreau is, he uh, has done a lot of Marvel stuff and uh, and some Star Wars stuff, and. Um, he he was actually in Solo. Um, he was the guy, the pilot at the beginning of the movie who ends up getting killed. Oh. Do you remember I him? Don't remember He's got like that, six but... arms. Anyways. Oh. Oh, yeah. I yeah. didn't know that was him. Yeah. So, John Favreau does that voice. Um, oh, cool. Anyways. So, he is um, pretty into Star Wars. And he's had this show in the works for a while. And so, he just... Uh, tweeted out a picture uh, this last week or the week before of a single image of this guy and the title of the show and a brief synopsis of the show. And so now we know the show is called The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who don't know, um, if you don't know what a Mandalorian is, obviously it's, well not obviously, it's someone from Mandalore, uh, which is a planet. And the probably the most famous person um, would be Boba Fett or Jango Fett um, that you would think of, but they're and you would think you would think of them because of the armor that they wear, the helmet and uh, the yeah the rocket pack and you know all the rest of the armor and stuff like that. So people really know who Boba Fett is, um, and that's how Mandalorian warriors would dress in that armor and that helmet. Um, even though Boba Fett actually isn't from mandalore he actually just got that armor and wore it like that so i mean jango fett jango fett was the first one to wear it and boba fett then followed in his father's footsteps and wore it as well but neither of them were mandalorian uh, which is interesting but that is interesting i mean it was believed that he was mandalorian until an episode of the clone wars when someone from mandalore states that uh, it is not a Mandalorian that's wearing the outfit, and they don't know where he stole that armor from. But, uh, anyways, huh. so I'm gonna read like uh, the synopsis that came out with this image. Um, so it says the Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order. We follow the travails of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. The series will be written and executive produced by Emmy-nominated producer and actor 
John Favreau. As previously announced with Dave Filoni, who did The Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebel, he'll be directing the first episode. And then they have some additional directors here. Deborah Chow, who did Jessica Jones. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard, who she's an actress, and I guess she did a movie called Soulmates, which I never saw or heard of. Um, and then the most exciting of the directors, and I think each of these each of these directors are going to do like two episodes. But the most exciting one, I think, is a. Uh, I'm not going to say his name right. Taika Watiti. Oh, how do you say that? I don't know, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, so Taika Watiti, who directed Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. So yeah, and he's he- he's going to be directing two of the episodes at least so and he's the one who does the like rock guy yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. In Ragnarok, he does korg yeah <laughs> yeah so i was pretty excited to see that that's awesome yeah i mean i, I like john favreau and dave filoni um and here's a little i didn't know this but you know who bryce dallas howard is she's from mm. um jurassic world and oh. yeah she's like the main female oh with the yeah, red yeah. hair yeah. Um, she is the daughter of Ron Howard, who directed Solo, who was in uh, Andy Griffith. Oh. Um, and then his daughter will be directing one or two episodes of this show, The Mandalorian. Wow. Yeah. Look so that's, at that. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. That is um, interesting. And, of course, Taika Waititi. That's probably who I'm most excited about because I think he was, I mean, if he had anything to do with the humor that was in Ragnarok, which I think he did, uh, I'll be very excited to see those episodes because he has a good way of working in humor, which I think is good for Star Wars. They have a good way of mixing in some humor that's not like overly funny, but it makes it just more enjoyable to watch. Right. I like the kind of like subtle humor. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So... Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. I mean, this is, honestly, I'm probably probably more excited about this than episode nine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I remember when, like, even before episode six came out, seven came out, and there was, like, a lot of speculation about what it was going to be about, a lot of people thought that these last three were going to be about the Fets, because... He, like, doesn't actually die in that worm thing and right. all that stuff. And so I just think, well, that's I mean. A big, that's a big point of speculation. Well, that's true. <laughs> but um, I just am excited because I like, he's probably one of my favorite villains. Boba Fett. Yeah. And so I think it'll be kind of cool to see. Yeah, he see has, him. like, a cult following of fans like yeah i don't know if it's cool in like what other series is it cool to be like such fans of the bad side you know what i mean people love darth vader people love boba fett and these are all like characters that are against the good characters of the movies you know what i mean that's true like in lord of the rings you're not like cheering for sauron to like you know kill frodo you know what i mean yeah it's like oh yeah go sauron you know it's just like but like when you see darth vader you're like man that guy is just cool or you see boba fett and you're like man i want to 
booster pack. <laughs> <laughs> I want a jet pack. You know what I mean? Jet pack. And that uh, was, and because people liked him so much, that is kind of why I think people came up with that um, whole story of him not dying in the Sarlacc pit because that was like, people were extremely up, like disappointed and upset with that. In yeah. Return of the Jedi, when he died in the Sarlacc pit, people were like, what? This guy? Who's like supposed to be like the coolest, you know, best bounty hunter in the galaxy dies by a worm with a beak. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. Yeah. So I think um, in the, um, I guess it was Legends at the time, uh, they kind of wrote him into other books where he survived the Sarlacc pit and worked right. his, and got out of that. So um, that's kind of in that gray area of... We don't really know if he survived or not. So is this character in this new show part of that, you know, Fett family? Or is it, you know, somebody who found the armor, killed Boba Fett and took his armor? We don't really know. So we can't kill Boba Fett if he died in the worm. Right. That's what I mean. If he did Boba (laughs) Fett survive the Sarlacc. Right. And then somebody, you know, killed him and took his armor and now he's. Uh, masquerading uh, as this Mandalorian. Right. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm excited for that one. I think that one is the one I'm most excited for. Yeah. And I like the idea of, I feel like as fans, um, we wait so long. I mean, they kind of been pumping movies out lately, but I feel Mm -hmm. like you wait to get like your fill of star wars um having like a steady delivery of star wars each week will be pretty awesome so yeah rather than waiting a year to get your fill you can just wait a week and it's different than an animated series to me it's like live you know so and it's got some ridiculous budget like a hundred million dollars or something for oh sheesh it's like a debate of eight or ten episodes they're not quite sure um, but they're probably leaning towards eight episodes, like an hour long each. So a oh, hundred gotcha. million dollars budget for eight episodes. So it should be pretty like movie quality stuff. So it will be exciting. Oh, and yeah. it, and it takes place like three years after Return of the Jedi. So if I mean, okay, it, I don't think they will do this. But they could work in characters from Return of the Jedi. It's only three years after. So they could work in characters from the original trilogy to make appearances. That's true. So, yeah, it'd be cool to see some of the old characters brought back in, even just for a little bit. Like Yeah. But I think they kind of say here the, uh, how do they describe it? Um, the outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. So I wouldn't see why they would put these characters in. Um yeah, it would be cool to throw them in there just just to uh, relate it back to Star Wars. <laughs> Maybe Sebulba will show up. Somehow he <laughs> survived. Yeah. Gambling about gambling on something. Yeah. Yelling poodoo Eating. at people. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, another so th- key thing about this show is that it'll be exclusively on Disney's new streaming service. Oh, that's lame. And um, before we talk about that, let's have our um, let's take a break here for our um, sponsor ad. 
This episode of a Sort of Star Wars podcast is brought to you in part by subscription services. What's another 10 bucks a month? So, yeah, this series is going to be exclusively on the Disney streaming service, which comes out uh, next year. Um, yeah, so that's if you, dumb. Yeah, so if you don't pay more money, <laughs> you won't be able to watch this show. So awesome. I think a big part of this show is going to be drawing people uh, to the streaming service. Now, Well, now, like, the only thing I was excited about, I can't even watch. <laughs> well, that's yeah, dumb. the um, bot... Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, or the president, or the owner, or the grand moth. The head, yeah. head honcho. Yeah, the head honcho of Disney said that um, it's going to be like between 5 and $7 probably a month. So he said it's going to be a lot cheaper than Netflix. So uh, Yeah, but I mean, it only has Disney. Right, but they can, they'll be able to play, I mean... I'm sure the new, like the new Star Wars Resistance show, will be on there. Um, they'll probably get a lot of the old stuff as well. Um, the movies will be on there, uh, and then this show. So even if you just, um, if it's eight episodes in eight weeks, you know, you pay. If it's five dollars a, a month, that's ten bucks, and you can watch the whole se- series. You know, so yeah, I guess that's true. And then you just cancel it after that. But I'm sure they're going to rope people in with it and hope that people never cancel because it's only five or ten bucks a month. So, right, which is what all subscription services do. So, right. Um, another thought I had was, and I know I've heard other people talk about this as well, but maybe the Mandalorian is just this is just the title of this season. Maybe each year. Maybe they'll have like another eight episodes and this year is The Mandalorian and next year is Kenobi. Maybe. Mm. Maybe. Because they canceled the Boba Fett movie and the Kenobi movie or they're on hold. So maybe that's how they're going to work that kind of stuff into uh, maybe that's how they're going to pacify <laughs> fans because they canceled right, the Right, and movies. get those stories out there. Yeah. Maybe. Huh. I don't know. It was a thought. That's an interesting thought. Yeah. But something to chew on. Mm, yes. <laughs> For sure. So that's kind of like the exciting things that have been happening in Star Wars. So we got yeah. we got the animated series of Resistance. We got the Mandalorian coming out. Um, so they actually had two pictures that came out. One was uh, the first one was the actual picture of the Mandalorian um, in like a in like a market s- type of situation. Uh, looks like Looks like Tatooine, honestly, if I'm looking at the pictures. Um, yeah. Definitely something like that. And then the second picture was came out a couple of days later of just his uh, weapon that he has, which is like a long rifle, um, which, I mean, like deep fans will, will notice that um, it is the same weapon that he used or that he had way back when the Christmas special came out. Um, you don't see it in the original trilogy at all. You only see it in the Christmas special. Uh, as far as I know, um, kind of like a pronged uh, rifle. So um, a lot of people have been pointing that out, that that's where they first saw that. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So exciting things on the horizon. So On the horizon. Even though the whole saga, the Star Wars Skywalker saga will be ending next year, there's still more exciting things to come. So. 
And it will never end. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> as long as they keep making millions and millions of dollars, it will never end. <laughs> I mean, why would you? Exactly. That's why they keep making Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> Every time one comes out, I tell someone I want to go see it. They're like, are they still making those? I'm like, yeah, it made like a hundred bazillion dollars <laughs> in the first weekend. Why would they not make those? Right. Yeah. So. Um, <sighs> should we do uh, the fact of the podcast? Yep. Okay. This is the Star Wars random fact of the podcast. We would be honored if you would join us. But I was going into Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. Okay, so it th- this week is about Vader. So it took four men to put to portray one Vader. So in the original trilogy, that what I'm saying is that there was four different people who who played Darth Vader. So you have okay. you have the on screen body of Darth Vader. Um, which was played by the six-foot-tall bodybuilder, David Prowse. Um, but he doesn't do any of the talking. James Earl Jones does all the talking for him. Um, he's, he's the one that does the voice. And so that's two people. The third person is Bob Anderson, who is a professional fencer, who was the stunt oh. double for Darth Vader. So as action-packed as those uh, lightsaber scenes were <laughs> in the original trilogy... <laughs> David Prowse, I guess, couldn't manage to move a stick left and right very slowly. So they had to have a professional fencer come in and do that. <laughs> um, yeah, and then the uh, the only time that you see Darth Vader's actual face, you know, in Return of the Jedi when they remove his helmet, uh, yeah. wasn't played by any of those people. It was a totally different oh. guy. Uh, called, uh, his name is Sebastian Shaw. And uh, he is hmm. the de-helmeted face of Darth Vader. So, four guys to play one guy. Um, and it's actually kind of interesting. Uh, I saw a, or watched most of, part of a documentary on Netflix called I Am Your Father. I think that's what it's called. I Am Your, I Am Not Your Father. One of those two, I forget. But it was about uh, David Prowse who played, you know, the body of Darth Vader. And, oh, yeah. And we talked about, about him before in the show, about how him and George Lucas uh, didn't have a good relationship. And right. uh, this uh, documentary kind of showed why. Because David Prowse didn't even know it wasn't going to be his voice of Star Wars until he l- watched it at the premiere. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, like, ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I had read that before and I was like, that is, I mean, I can understand why he didn't like George Lucas. Yeah, exactly. And he didn't get paid nearly as much as James Earl Jones. And even, (laughs) they didn't even tell him in the Return of the Jedi when they remove his helmet, they didn't even tell David Prowse that it wasn't going to be him. He, He looked at the like, the schedule and found that another guy was acting as Darth Vader in another scene across the sound stage who knows i don't know i'm not in hollywood but so he found out that another guy was going to play darth vader and the only scene that actually shows who he is so he was pretty i feel kind of bad for him yeah he was pretty upset about that but the point of this documentary and i didn't watch it to the end but the main guy that was like doing the documentary his goal was to reenact that scene where they removed darth vader's helmet 
with David Prowse as the actor because that was probably <laughs> what he was most sour about. So I thought, oh, that's kind of a cool idea, but David Prowse is like 80 now, so it's kind of a weird thing to, <laughs> you know, put in there. But Yeah. Yeah, I feel bad for him. Yeah. But that is your random Star Wars fact of the podcast. The Force will be with you always. Cool. Yeah. Cool. 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 Well, let's go ahead and wrap up this episode. What do you say? Great. Cool. 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 Thanks uh, for hanging out, Molly. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. So before the next time we talk, maybe you'll have watched The Resistance and we can yes. and we can chat some more about that. Sounds good. But next week, actually, we are talking about Harry Potter. So everyone should right. tune in to hear about that um, because I may or may not be a Harry Potter fan. I haven't officially decided yet. I feel like it's like you have to be all or all in or not. You know what I mean? So Harry Potter, <laughs> you're eighty points for Gryffindor. <laughs> Um, I did go to a site called Pottermore and uh, found out that I may oh, yeah. I would be in House Gryffindor. Um, nice. So, I mean, of course you would. Yeah, I think that's. I'm definitely being Slytherin. I think that says a lot about me. Yeah, you're awesome. Yeah, I don't speak parcel tongue, but you know. Well, that's good because you're not in Slytherin. Yeah, but neither was Harry, and he spoke parcel tongue. Yeah, because that's because he convinced the Sorting Hat to let him be in Gryffindor. Yeah, this is just a a prequel of <laughs> of what will be next week. So make sure you tune yes. tune in, and uh, we'll be talking more about Harry Potter on the next episode. So I will see you guys later, or I won't see you probably. But uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you later and uh, bye. Bye. Oh, wait, I forgot. Be safe, be courteous. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. See you later, alligator.